Kimmy Caroline Crustacea Cred simply did not like the color red. Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, certified life coach, educator, and counselor for teens and young adults. Welcome to my show. I am super excited for this episode. I was a huge Shel Silverstein fan growing up. He wrote poems, he had a couple of books, uh, one called Where the Sidewalk Ends, another one, A Light in the Attic. His poems were just kooky and wacky and crazy, and I loved them. And if, if you have no idea who he is, I suggest you go to YouTube and listen to his reading of his most famous poem, Sarah Sylvia Cynthia Stout. That will help kind of get you ready for what you are about to hear, because uh, the one that uh, I have in this episode is, is a parody. I'm also excited because I have on a guest in this episode, Kim Lukens, who is a fellow teen life coach as well. She uh, comes from a different life coaching background than I, but we connected and I just love the vibe that she has. Also, I'm excited about something else. Me and Ben Pugh, who is a fellow life coach that I actually work close with at Firmly Founded. He was a guest on the podcast two episodes ago. He and I are going to start co-teaching uh, some classes together. We are calling them the Lead Your Life Masterclasses. So they are a series of six-week masterclasses for teens and young adults, each covering a different topic. We have making money, choosing your future, controlling emotions, dating and relationships, and others. The first one we are launching in April is Stop Procrastinating and starts April 21st, 2021. It covers how to be productive, how to get things done off your to-do list, making and maintaining a schedule, and how to de-stress your life by doing all these things so you can enjoy life more fully and be achieving at high levels. So go to firmlyfounded.com slash masterclass for more information. And now, episode 35, Consumed by Negativity? Kimmy Caroline Crustacea Cred, a poem in the style of Shel Silverstein. Kimmy Caroline Crustacea Cred simply did not like the color red. She loved all blues and liked dark green, was fond of aquamarine and dug tangerine, and though her parents begged and pled, she simply did not like the color red. And one day she received a new crayon box. She closed the curtains and turned the locks. The plan was set. It was clear she had to make red disappear. She took out the color that she hated, peeled off the paper, and then she ate it. It didn't taste good going down, but it didn't belong with orange and brown. It was gone, and that was that. But look, there's Daddy's red baseball hat. So Kimmy ate that too, but there was more. She never noticed all this red before. She ate a sock, a bag, a pillow, a cup. 
The shag carpet was burgundy, so she gobbled that up. She dined on shirts and picture frames, children's books and video games, her dollies dressed with crimson frills. She popped mom's rubies like they were pills. She thought she was just about satisfied, but then Kimmy Caroline went outside. She ate the stripes off the flag hanging on her home. She gobbled the hat off of a lawn gnome. And in the morning, just after dawn, people would notice their taillights were gone. The fire hydrant was a difficult swallow, and the top of all stoplights were nice and hollow, and people could now park wherever they pleased, for she nibbled the paint off of curbs with ease. And the cardinal appetite of this little girl created a bizarre, redless, chaotic world, and all of her neighbors moved away, and none of her sunburned friends would come to play, and finally, Kimmy Caroline Cred said, Okay, fine, I'll stop eating the color red. But then, of course, it was too late. She chewed her way from state to state. And then, after gaining all that weight, poor Kimmy met an awful fate that I cannot right now relate because the hour is much too late. But children remember Kimmy Cred and never eat the color red. All right, we have the actual real-life Kimmy Caroline Crustacea Cred with us on the show. Uh, her real name is Kim Lukens. Kim, how you doing? Joey, I'm awesome. Thanks for having me today. My aunt actually called me Kimmy when I was a little girl, and I never told you that. So no way. That okay. So Kim told me her story, and I took a story and I turned it into this poem, which I love Shel Silverstein. And I was just like, oh man, like I had to run with it. So, so first off, before we get into your story, tell us who you are, your life coach. Tell us what kind of life coach you are. Yeah. So I work with mostly teens also, but I do work with some adults. I am the resident health coach in a wellness collective, and I do a lot of therapeutic art with both the teens and as, and the adults as uh, a stress management and anxiety management tool is part of their wellness journey. I love that. That is so important and so awesome. Um, so she, uh, we met on Clubhouse, right? And kind of talking, we now connect on Instagram, which is great. You guys got to follow her on Instagram. Also, guys, you got to follow her on TikTok. I know we'll get to this more later, but <laughs> follow her on TikTok. Her TikTok, um, her TikToks are amazing. What, what's your handle? It's Kim Lukens, all lowercase, no special characters. I'm hanging out with the teenagers on TikTok. I never thought I'd hear myself say that, but ah. it's been so much fun. Nice, nice. And she has way, way, way more followers than I do. How many followers <laughs> are you at now on TikTok? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Um, maybe like 39,000 last time I checked. Yeah. But it, I've, I've been a little quiet on there la the last couple of months. We had some big things going on in our physical space. Yeah, which is which is awesome. I have like twelve. I just got on TikTok, but she's got like like forty thousand. So super uh, duper great. We connected, and um, I was like, "Hey, tell me a story from your your past, so uh, I can have you on on uh, this episode." So I want you to tell us <laughs> uh, what from the story, what from the poem is is actual from your real life. What part? Okay. Yeah. So I did, in fact, eat the red crayon. I didn't eat the hat or any of my sunburnt friends. <laughs> Although when I listened to the story for the first time, I I'm called my husband into the kitchen and I said, you've got to listen to this because obviously he knows the story, but not like that. And his red baseball cap was hanging on the back of the chair in the kitchen when we were listening. So that was perfect. No way. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. So she didn't eat 
all the things, but her story was her eating a red crayon simply because you didn't like it, right? Correct. So when I was a little girl, I figured everything out on my own. That's just how I was. But I I did peel the crayon before I ate it. So I don't know if that was a, a glimpse into the future of my social and emotional skill level. Uh, I love coaching with teens about those things now. So maybe. Um, but that was definitely the packaging, right? And the crayon was the food inside. So at the time, I was probably three or four years old and I only knew what I knew, right? So I knew I didn't like the red crayon. I didn't think to throw it in the trash can, but I knew I could eat it and then it would be gone. I was going to ask, like, did you, had you not heard of trash cans yet at that point? But honestly, I, I don't know. And and for whatever reason, red ever since, I still don't like the color red. I don't mind it for other people. Obviously, my husband had a red hat in the kitchen. I don't make him get rid of red things. I don't make my three daughters get rid of their red things. It's just something I don't like. And at this point in my life, I, you know, have grown and matured and and my brain has developed. And I understand that I don't have to hyper analyze it, right? I don't like red. It's just something I don't like. Yeah, I know. And that's amazing. And looking at your your background right now, you have no red. Like there's oh. minimal. Well, I have minimal. a little bit of red in my rainbow there. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, there is a little. Okay, yeah. all right. And uh, strawberry shortcake. She's oh, she's strawberry. got well, some she's, red she's going pink. on. <laughs> but yeah, so what would you say would be the secret for an awesome life for all the teens listening? Right, what is the secret here to pull out? I would say that you get to choose whether it's something that you love or something that you hate you can have too much of a good thing, right? So if there's something that you don't like in your life, you get to choose how you react to it. You don't have to consume it like I did the crayon. You can choose (laughs) to not have that as as part of, of your daily life, right? But you can also choose to consume it. And there's danger in that, right? We have the power to make the choices, but sometimes we hyperanalyze things. Does it matter that I don't like red? No. Do I understand why? No. But does it matter at the end of the day? Also no. And the same thing can happen in social situations. Sometimes we hyperanalyze things. I met with a student that came to me um, after gym class, after school and said, oh gosh, my arm hurts so bad today. And I said, what happened? And she said, well, I was the last man standing in dodgeball. And so everyone from the other team came at me at the same time with all of these balls, right? And, and man, my arm hurts so bad. Well, a week later, she was almost in tears. And I said, well, what happened? And she said, I was the first one out in dodgeball today. And then I had to stand there for 45 minutes. And we talked through what she was hyperanalyzing about that situation, right? She created all these stories in her head about, okay, well, I don't like gym class. And here's another reason why I don't like gym class. And I'm the first one out. And, you know, here I stand for 45 minutes and I don't get to participate and everyone hates me. And this huge story evolves out of this one simple thing, right? I don't like dodgeball in gym class. But is it a possibility that the week before she was the last man standing? And so everyone saw her as a threat. So they went after her first this time to take care of the threat, right? And you could just see the wheels spinning. And and so anything that consumes us on that level is not healthy, whether it's a good thing that we're consuming or a bad thing. 
Yeah. Wow. And, and our brain does that. Our brain tends to more kind of be consumed to consume and then be consumed by the bad things, right? The things that right. we don't like. We always find the evidence for, for that. And I, I love how in your story, you're like, I just, I notice red, right? In my life. I just know oh, there's red. Oh, okay. yes. Don't go like in your Superman sign behind ah, you. Ah, yes. <laughs> if we get all neurosciency, it's, it's the reticular activating system, right? If we decide we're going to buy a Jeep, then all of a sudden there's a million Jeeps on the road, right? And, and if you're, it's really just a fancy way to say a, a network of neurons that's responsible for a lot of functions, um, but it stimulates um, what we focus on, right? So if if I don't like red, I'm going to see all the red in the room because I'm sending that information to my brain on a regular basis. It's fancy sciencey stuff, right? Vehicular, wait, what'd you call it? What was Reticular it? activating yeah. system. Reticular activating system. It sounds, sounds like, like a superhero. Exactly, right? <laughs> Reticular activate, you know. Sounds like a good episode. Ooh, yes. Yeah, right. Um, man, that's crazy. And so, because with before I knew that word, and I, I love that, the science behind it, right? Uh, I put that in the poem that Kimmy, Caroline, Crustacea, Cred, noticed all the red in her house, went outside and noticed all the red that there was and just had to get rid of it. And it's like the number one way to kind of just ruin your day or ruin your life because what you look for, you find. And when it's bad, you're going to find it. Has there been any other way either when you, um, with teens that you work with who have done this or ways you can think of where teens might do this for for bad or or for the good stuff. Yeah, so for good, if we think about that same reticular activating system, you can use it for concentration, right? So think about when you're in a restaurant and you're sitting at a table having a conversation with a friend. There's lots of noise going on around you, right? But you're able to tune that noise out and focus on the conversation you're having. Now, imagine you're so consumed with something that happened in gym class. That's all this noise going on and you're not tuning it out. So if you're sitting in math class trying to take a test and you're trying to focus on that conversation in your mind of how to solve that problem, but you haven't shut out all this noise about what happened in gym class, it can consume your thoughts and in create a bad result on your math test, right? So we're designed to shut out the background noise. And if we make a conscious effort to shut out that background noise of whatever it was we were thinking about, set it aside while we're in class, it helps us to focus on what we need to focus on at the time. I love that. It's almost like the the trick for getting rid of a bad day. I can imagine something like that happening in gym class or or whatever happening in the morning. And, oh, it's just a bad day. And then it just went downhill from there. That's because your, your reticulars have been activated. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then you just focus on that. But if you're able to stop and go, now, hold on a second. Let me, let me kind of get rid of all of it. Let me stop focusing on it. And let me focus on something else instead. And so I can move on with my day. I, it's, is this like the cure for bad days? Now, listen, I will caution you that it's not a perfect scenario because we don't want to stuff our emotions, right? We don't want to block them out. We don't want to avoid them. But there is something to be said for setting them aside in the moment and focusing where we need to focus. So I will caution that that we, if it's still something that bothers you, go back and address it, right? Mm-hmm. Have an opportunity to sit down with a friend that you trust or an adult that you trust in a safe environment and process that. Because if we don't, it's just going to 
keep coming back to haunt us. So I won't say stuff it or remove it, but there is something to be said for setting it aside. And when you uh, grow as you mature through your teen years, you start to become more self-aware. And when you catch yourself in that moment, you can set those things aside. So they're not negatively affecting the rest of your school day. So, so let, let me summarize. It's like, if you don't have the time to process the emotion, to figure out what it is, let's say you go from gym class, right to math class, right? Uh, that would be a time to kind of, okay, let me set this aside. Let me engage my powers to focus on this thing and stop focusing on that thing just so I can get through this math quiz. And then afterwards, maybe at lunch, maybe after school, let me sit down and actually be aware of my thoughts and my feelings and process all that. Yes. And I, I have a daughter who said she's cried in every single bathroom of the middle school and the high school. Right. So her, her, situation is a little unique. She had a traumatic brain injury. And one of the side effects is that she cries easily, but she's able to compartmentalize that. And then she can take it to the bathroom, release it and not let it affect the rest of her school day. Nice. Yeah. Crying is great. One of my clients was like, oh, so crying is cool. And I'm like, yeah, yes. Crying is cool. Right. It means you're a person and not a robot. So that's exactly emotions aren't good or bad. They all have a purpose. Yes. Yes. And I, I love the way uh, the mood meter, and I always forget what college does is either Harvard or Harvard or Stanford or something, but uh, they rate emotions on pleasant or unpleasant. And I like that so much better than good or bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, that's just great. Um, so to wrap things up here, Kim, Kimmy, I almost called you Kimmy. <laughs> Kim, what would you say is kind of like your final words of advice or like final just words uh, to our listeners when it comes to not eating the red crayon? You get to choose. You're old enough that you know that there's a trash can next to the desk and that you don't have to consume something. You can simply put it in the circular file next to you and move on with your day. Love that. There, there are better ways to go about handling things, right? Than, than eating it. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. Kim, thank you very much for coming on my show, letting me retell your story. Um, where can people find you? If teens or parents were like, we, we want to look into Kimmy or Kim a little bit more, <laughs> where can they find you? Thanks for having me. And I have to say, it feels really cool to have a poem now to, to tell the story in a way that I never was able to tell it before. So thank you so much for that. The easiest way to find me is at kimlukens.com. You can connect to all the type of coaching that I'm doing there. I'm Kim Lukens on just about every platform. TikTok, like Joey mentioned, we're hanging out with the teens over there and don't let him fool you. His follower count is just starting because he's just starting and his, his videos are awesome too. So Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, you know what? I'll, I'll see you around on social media. I will see you. I want to be your coach. Do you have one? Are you even aware of what a life coach can do for you? I mean, it's, it's not much. Only help you reach all of your goals and dreams. I help high achieving students stop letting stress and procrastination suck all the fun out of being successful. And I want to work with you. I have several options, including the firmly founded teen, 
a monthly team membership I run with other certified LDS life coaches, my new Lead Your Life masterclasses, and one-on-one coaching. Go to firmlyfounded.com slash Joey to see how you can work with me. Start doing more things and having more fun while doing them. I promise it will make your life more awesome.